I'm in Belfast's Crown Bar, sipping down a pint of harp in my own private snug. A snug is a booth surrounded by high wood walls and a door. Inside, it feels like the perfect place to hatch a plan or start an affair. But listening to the sounds of the bar and inhaling the smoke, you realize that this is a public place, a pub, and the walls let in as much as they keep out. I've come to Belfast, ground zero of Northern Ireland's troubles, to learn about walls, what walls protect and what they divide. My guide to the troubles is Freddie. Freddie is a driver for Black Taxi Tours, a charon of sorts who ferries me into Britain's holy hell. Our destination is West Belfast, the site of so many murders and maimings by Ulster Unionists, primarily Protestants loyal to the Union Jack, and by Irish Republicans, mainly Catholics, fighting for a republic free from British rule. The main reason to come here is to see the wall murals. The brightly colored paintings stretch two stories high across entire building faces, and they document military might and political martyrdom. In the Catholic neighborhood of Falls Road, murals dating back to the 60s honor civilians killed with rubber bullets and hunger strikers who fasted and died for prison reform. And that's all the hunger strikers who uh, died in 1981 on, you know. Bobby Sands is the most famous one. He's sure. the top, top left. In the Protestant stronghold of Shankill Road, the wall murals show more bravado. Here, portraits of men in black masks holding guns loom anonymous and menacing. But there are familiar faces, too. Princess Diana, for instance, elegant in her tiara, looks out of place in this gritty, cheerless neighborhood. These walls tell stories, patently partisan ones, to be sure, and locals seem to tolerate tourists who come to see them. Still, Freddie's cautious not to stop too long at any one spot. But they do like you to go and see the murals, you know, uh, and see their point of view. Sometimes, the walls of Northern Ireland have served darker purposes. Before I arrived in Belfast, I spent a couple days in the ancient city of Derry, Londonderry to Unionists. Derry is the site of Bloody Sunday, where in 1972 British soldiers stood on the city walls and gunned down 13 Catholic civil rights marchers. A monument stands at the site, but walls tell the story best. Wall murals as big as billboards pay tribute to the dead. Nearby, a wall in a Catholic housing complex is still pitted with bullet holes. In Belfast, an ugly slab of industrial metal called the Peace Wall cleaves the two warring sides, cleaves them together and cleaves them apart. Standing about 20 feet high, it has doors that at night are locked to keep troublemakers on their own sides. However, it's not high enough to stop the petrol bombs and sniper fire that cascade almost nightly over the top. See the higher fence here? They used to start throwing uh, petrol bombs over the fence both sides. You can see there's a scorch part of where they've got so high. And what kind of bomb did you say? A uh, petrol bomb. They get they get a normal milk bottle and they would fill it maybe half, three quarters of petrol. And once it hits, it explodes, you know. So so what you're saying is that despite the peace wall, there is no peace. And, and, and no wall is going to deter. There is a certain amount of peace. There's, there's no army on the streets no more. What I'm saying is that there is things still going on. Sure. That aren't... Uh, aren't basically reported or broadcast on news, you know. After an hour, Freddie dropped me off at my hotel. I paid him about 15 bucks for the tour, and he told me the names of a couple places to hear fiddle-dee-dee or Irish music. 
Then he looked at me seriously. I hope there'll be peace in uh, in, in Ireland, but um, <laughs> I'm very skeptical about it. You know, very skeptical about it. About peace? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I lost a friend in it. You know. And I'm, yeah. That's all I'm saying about that. But. So here I sit within the walls of my snug at the pub, shielded from others' eyes, but united by air and sound. And my tour of West Belfast has left me thinking about our own war on terrorism. I'm thinking that the walls we are constructing for ourselves, symbolic or real, offer no guarantees. They can be surmounted, they can be penetrated, and they can be painted to honor the dead. In Belfast, I'm Diane Richard for The Savvy Traveler.